So, um, we are all, Mitzvah wanna excited to bring our Chaviga, and we have to know what level of caution we have to keep for the purity of Kodesh, Hekdesh. And we said that it's even stricter than the level used for Truma. Truma for a Kohen is very holy, and, but uh, Hekdesh is a step up on the totem pole, and we went through the 11 ways um, that it's even stricter. So the question was, what was the original uh, problem of toveling one thing inside another? In other words, so the first answer we gave was Rebila's answer. Rebila said, we're concerned about interposition chatzitza, that if you <coughs> tovel something heavy inside something else, the water won't go under it because the weight of the item could uh, make it that it's no good. That's a typical chatzitza shayla. So we said that we're strict with truma for chatzitza. That was Rabila's answer. Let's see Rava's answer again. Rava says, It's very clear that the, the reason that you have to untie the knots, if you borrow clothing and the clothing has knots on it, you got to untie the knots. That's for Kodesh. What's the reason there? It's because of chatzitza. We don't repeat the same idea twice. It must be for a different reason. So what is the reason that we don't allow you to toivel one thing inside another? It's a rabbinic decree. Uh, and what is the reason? Hanutai Megzei, three lines from the bottom, Shiloh Yadfo Maktev I always like to say pins and needles. It's really pins and forks. A tzinur is like a two, you know, pins and forks. But, uh, but basically, you have little things that you need to toivel. And you don't want them to fall in the lake or the ocean. Imagine you're tiveling in the ocean. How are you going to tivel little needles and things? So you got a great idea. You put it in the Coke bottle, and then you put a stopper in, and you throw it and see how far it goes. You put it in the Coke bottle, and... Right. And you put it in, and the problem here is that in the laws of Tfilis Caleb for the needles inside the bottle to get tiveled, it has to be wide enough. So really, we're afraid to let you put one thing inside another because an ignoramus will end up putting it in something that has a very narrow opening, and then the tefillah won't work. How do we know like, how narrow or how wide it has to be? So that's what we're just going to say. Because we learned in a Mishnah in the Torah about Shabal that there's halacha about how big... So our question was, why can't you toivel one thing inside another? We're afraid you'll come to toivel inside the Coke bottle, inside a vase... Uh, something with a very narrow opening, and there it's no good. Okay, vitanan eruve mikvos. Let's say you want to connect two mikvos together, and one of the mikvos is no good. Let's say fresh hot water, and you want to connect it to the original. You have to have the tube kishoferis anod, the size of the to, the opening of a flax kovav as we turn to the top of today's face b'shtei etzbos of two fingers kozin lemakoma. The minimum size. To, for mikvah water to work is it's got to be two fingers. Kozimakoma means to go around, like to go around, and that's the size. So, Savalekahayda uh, Omar, and this view uh, would learn our mission. These are 11 different uh, 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 stringencies, or 11 different ways in which Kodesh is stricter than Truma. Truma is pretty strict. But there are 11 different ways. Now, according to the other view, there's really only 10 because chatzitza is twice. Chatzitza, we're strict. In the halals of chatzitza, we're strict. There are two different cases. One was with, the, with uh, 
the strings on clothing, and one was with the uh, um, uh, the putting one vessel inside another. Uh, one second. Is everybody still with me? I think somebody was trying to call in. No, we lost them. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people there. I don't know what happens. Rejoin. Oh, you're still here, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. We were just talking about interposition. <laughs> Something interposed. We had a katitza. Okay, so we're on the top. Um, so we're ex- uh, we're explaining just the two ways to learn the Mishnah. According to one way, there's only ten rules because two of them are are be strict in katitza rules for kodesh. According to the other, one was katitza that was with untying the knots. The other one had nothing to do with katitza. The other one was a rabbinic decree not to toivel one thing inside another, lest you toivel in something with a very narrow spout. Um, uh, there's 11 different, uh, Milo means advantages, or, or re, 10, 11 <coughs> different ways in which Kodesh is stricter. Sheish Rishon is the first strict, Ben Kodesh, Ben Luchulunish, Nasat, The first six, they apply to Kodesh. And we mentioned also some people had a, uh, uh, minhag to uh, even they would have hulin, they would also keep it on the same level. Because if you would just occasionally have Corbin food, it would be very difficult because uh, uh, people aren't used to it. Whereas if you do it all year round, uh, then people are used to it. So they would have hulin, shenasa al taras So the first. It's like, it's like a nine pound nine hamas all year round. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Achronius. Um, uh, whereas the last ones, the Kodesh, they only apply to the real Kodesh, but not to the Hulin Shinasa Taras Kodesh. What would be a good difference between these two answers? What would be a good, what they call a Nafkamina? So again, uh, the, the real question was how to learn the first case, <coughs> the very first case where it said you can't put. Uh, um, small things and big things came them inside each other, was that because of interposition or was that because of this rabbinic decree lest you come to toivel in a narrow spout? What would be the big difference? Show me a case where there uh, would be a big difference between the two. So Morris said, no problem. I'll tell you the difference. If you had a basket, the basket case, <laughs> the basket case is going to be the difference. Uh, uh, so Shemila Caleb. Let's say you filled up the basket with vessels, the hetfilin, and then you dunked it. Lamandio, Mishum If you want to say the problem is because the problem is that uh, it could, you could be that these are too heavy, and inside a basket, you, if you say that any time you toivel one thing inside another, you have chatzitza, it would make no difference what you toivel it in. Ika. But if the problem is that you'll come to do something in something very narrow, that you'll come to tovo pins and little forks, and a vessel that has too narrow of an opening, if you have a big shopping bag or these big baskets, they don't make them narrow on the top. Laka. In other words, this doesn't come in a narrow variety. This is a big basket. A basket, uh, you know, inter- interwoven basket. You don't have a basket with a narrow 
So the, the question is, maybe there's low plug, but he's trying to say that, no, that you can't tovel inside another <coughs> vessel lest you come to tovel in a vessel with a narrow spout. But you could tovel in a big, large basket that they don't make with a narrow spout. There'd be no, no reason for the rabbinic decree. That's what he wants to say would be the difference between these two opinions. Uh, uh, the, um, let's just read the words. According to the opinion that the reason in the Mishnah by Kodesh, that you can't toivel one vessel inside another, is because you'll come to toivel pins and needles into a large vessel where the opening of the vessel isn't as big <coughs> as, the, as, the, as the tube of a flax, like the two fingers. Salve Genusi, if you have a large basket, they don't make them with narrow openings. So, Lekka, there's no problem. So, that would be a difference. For us, the Ravla Tamayon, Rav is consistent with his opinion to Omar Rava. Rava was uh, big on uh, mikveh methods. <laughs> the truth is that there are always ways to do things. It's always, there's uh, sometimes if you find something difficult, just, just you could always come up with a, uh, they, they, uh, there's a way to toivel silverware if you have one of these big shopping baskets. We use, I think, a laundry basket, you know, to toivel things like that, or they, you can make something that, uh, that'll work. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> he says, <laughs> If you have a, a uh, basket like that, it's tar. Now, the more I had a different question, though. If, let's, let's call this lattice, this basket kind of thing. It's a lattice kind of thing. What happens if you divide, you have a mechitza in your mikvah. You have a mikvah that's <coughs> divided by a salva genusi. It's divided by a lattice wall in the middle. Ha-toivul sham. And um, I don't know why it got left there. Uh, I don't know. You said Caleb mikvah, let's say. Uh, so uh, you, you toivul there. Lo also lo tfila. It won't work. Why? Because... Would it be nishanka? So the water is inside the mikvah already? The problem is you have to have 40 saw in the mikvah, and you've divided the mikvah in half, 20 saw and 20 saw. Uh, you've divided it with this lattice, mechitza. Yeah, so the high ara, now you might argue... No, uh, mm-hmm. But there's, but there's, uh, there's nashika with the water. Yeah. I mean, the water's going back. Uh, yes, yeah, someone at Chuck is also asking that. Right, the, um, the individual openings in the lattice are smaller than... The uh, Dr. Yavi's saying that the, the basket case... It's too. It's it's not a. It's not such a big opening in between. The water goes in between, but it's not. It's it's not the size of. Right. Yeah, you can't add it. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Michael. So Michael was saying here that you can't add them together. Well, there's a bunch of little holes. It's true. The water goes through, but it's all very narrow. It's it's a basket case. It's a it's a lattice basket in between. You don't have the two wide two fingers like a big circular hole. You just have the the lattice along there. Uh, um, so um, now even though the water goes through. Uh, and the uh, Gemara is saying, uh, mikla. Uh, the water typically uh, does go through. And you need to have the 40 saw in one place. So 
um, that would, uh, even though it would invalidate a mikvah, you could tovel something in a basket like that. But honey, well, when you tovel, it typically doesn't cover the whole mikvah. It doesn't, it's not a full block. He's just saying if you made a full block in that mechitza, then it would be a problem. But honey, me be and the problem would be if you had a klitahar that really was just an inter, it was just like a, was dropped there. Let's say you had a large laundry basket that was tummy, and you were actually purifying it and dropping it in the mikvah. And when you drop it in the mikvah, it then makes a wall. So it would, in that case, it would be okay. Since the, the, the entire basket becomes tohar, it would also work for... In other words, if you're toveling the basket, you can tovel what's in the basket. Uh, whereas if you just have a basket that's pure and you're just using and it's blocking one side of the mikvah from the other, that would be a problem. But there's actually an argument here in terms of how you tie them. In other words, if you take your kalim and put it in a net and just dip the the, the kalim into the water, but the opening of the net is above the water level, then you yeah. haven't you haven't tied it before you saw. You have to immerse the entire net below the level of the water. Correct. Probably so, yeah. yeah. A net is a little more open than this. This is a basket, but okay. Uh, but, but each one of the openings in the net is less than this. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm not sure, though, just because they're, all, they're also very narrow, though. And a net, it's really like strings. So but. if I understand correctly, it's saying that if you have the basket, any of things in there, mm-hmm. um, then if the basket was tummy in the first place, then mm-hmm. that and the things that are in there would become tabor, but... Mm-hmm. If you just had a tower basket and tummy things inside it, it would not make the things that Absolutely. Tower? You understand correctly. Okay, so the question then is why? Why would, how could Because of Migu. Because of Migu. Splitting up the mikvah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was because of Migu. Since, since the basket is becoming tahar, since the mikvah is working on the, what, the basket, it'll work on what's in the basket. Whereas if the mikvah isn't working on the basket and the basket is just blockage, then it's going to divide the mikveh into something too small. Work, how can something work on what's inside the basket if, if it can't work on the basket by itself? Oh, that's exactly what we're saying. If it works on the basket, it'll work on what's inside the basket. If it's not working on the basket, it's just a blockage. If, okay, but normally something the holes inside... Are, let's, the say holes the back, aren't let's say there's no holes in the basket. Let's say it was a solid basket and there's something inside. Well, it wouldn't work. There's way what's inside, right? Right. So if the holes are not considered, if they're considered a, a, an interruption, that you they wouldn't make it the whole the basket. The problem is not interruption is the wrong. The question here is something called dividing the mikvah into uh, not having forty saw in one place. It's a specific halacha yeah. that you have to dunk into a mikvah that's big enough. Homogenous. Yeah. It's gotta be homogenous. And so by having that there, that's a uh, it it makes the mikvah not big enough. Uh, so, Ditsanan, as we learned, Kalim Shemilu Kalim. If you have vessels full of vessels, <laughs> Kalim full of, you know, baskets full of, of vessels, Vitfim Har Elutara, Vim Lo Tavul Maim Amur Ma'ache Murim Shaver Sanut. And if you don't Tavul them, uh, unless the water uh, can intermingle with them. So, Mar said, My Kamar, what are you saying? The im lo tovel. What do you mean if you didn't tovel? If you didn't tovel, of course the, the water is not going to get to it. So the said, how can you come? You're right. There's a little confusion here on the wording on this next case. The im enu circle If you didn't need to tovel the basket itself, then it'll only work if the basket doesn't block. 
if it has holes the size of the opening of a flask. And this argument, um, again, the, the understanding that last case is a little bit complicated, but it is what it is. The, this rule, again, that the basket, if you have a very small mikvah that it's divided, baskets can sometimes divide a mikvah. On the other hand, if the purpose of putting the basket in was to purify it, we don't look at it as a, a dividing wall. We look at it as if you're just dunking the entire basket in the mikvah, and therefore what's inside is good. Again, that was that last halacha. But uh, with that, that's, uh, that's separate from the basic argument of uh, how to learn that case. This issue about the basket case, everybody argues about the basket case. The Tanya. You've got this basket full of vessels. And the first few says, no problem. Abishol says no. Latruma avalola kodesh. We don't use uh, we don't use baskets for truma, for kodesh. The Morris says if you don't use it for kodesh, yachi truma nami. Well, truma is pretty important. Why aren't we strict for that? So Laman kamrin. Who are we? Who is this halacha for? Chaverim. It's a very unique thing. The only people that keep these laws are learned people. Chaverim, people that are, are scholars. Chaverim made a yada. The chaverim, they are going to know uh, that if you table truma, then make sure that the water touches the whole thing. So then the so more. <laughs> so say the same thing by kodesh. If if you're telling me that we're the one doing the tefila is knowledgeable, they're not going to do it automatically. So and the whole problem is that if you table heavy things in a basket though there won't be a way for the water to touch all sides of those things unless they're very light and you give it a shake. Well, the people generally doing this are knowledgeable to know to do that. Why are we afraid? So the Morris says, well, we're not afraid for truma. So then why are we afraid for Kodesh? So that's what the Morris is trying to figure out. So the Morris says, the Yehaki Kodesh Nami. So the Morris answers, Chazile Ama'aretz. The ignoramuses will see uh, you tovel in Kodesh, v'ozo matvil, um, and they're going to do this at home. They're going to say, I saw the rabbi doing it. I could do it also. He, he has the good trick. I saw, I was wondering how he did toiled all that silver. He went to YouTube and he saw how to make that basket. Um, in the old days in the hotels, we used to, they used to have like a, an egg carton, a big plastic thing, and we drilled holes in it. And we used to use that for, um, it wasn't actually for toiling, it was for koshering. And it, was, it worked very, very well. It was like we should have gotten a copyright on, you know, these recycling. You look around, what can I use, you know, to, you know, and this had like a metal thing on top to lower it down. And we drilled the holes in and it went in. And so, so the problem here is not the Talmud Chacham. The Talmud Chacham will know if you toivel things inside a basket, you have to give a shake and you have to make sure it's not too heavy and that the water reaches the problem is that Amoritz is saying, wow, that's a good trick. And he's going to go home and he's not going to know. So the Moritz question is, Truma Nami Chazile. Ah, so maybe he'll do this for Truma. The Amoritz, an ignoramus. Also, that's that abbreviation, I and Hey, Amoritz, the ignoramus. And he's going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different one. <laughs> right, you tried this, you better watch out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, other So, the Morris said, Lo um, So, the answer is, well, we're not going to take Truma from an Amoritz. He doesn't know how to handle Truma anyways. 
So the Gemara answers, Kodesh Nami Lama Kabbalah. So then why would we take from him Corbin? Um, so the Gemara said, Vahavile Eva. What, what happens? He's, he's bringing a Thanksgiving. He just got out of prison. He overcame an illness. And he's got to finish all this meat. And he's got an extra lamb chop. And he comes knocking at your door. And he said, I'm so grateful for all your help. During the past illness, I brought you a lamb chop. And you're going to say... Ooh, I'm an orange. Stay away. You know, social distance. You know, I, I, you know, you. He's not going to appreciate that. So there's going to be Ava. So uh, that you have to, you have to take a piece of his Corbin. If he offers you a lamb chop, take it. So the more said, well, why aren't we afraid for Truma also? Truma Avila Eva. So um, it's really Chuck's question is whatever you're going to say for one, why don't you say for the other, right? In other words, why is it that we're so strict on Kodesh and we're not so strict on Truma? So the Morris says, Lo Truma, he's going to say, oh, you don't want it? I'll find another Kohen who will take it. If he's giving by Truma, it's just a giveaway. It's a mitzvah to give it to a Kohen. Sometimes, let, let's say he wants to give you some... Uh, some vegetables, and you don't like greens. So he's not going to get insulted. You just say, I don't eat vegetables. <laughs> he wants to give you uh, truma of something that you... It, if you don't want a gift, he won't get insulted. He'll find a Kohen who does. So he'll find another. Whereas here he's got a Corbin. He's got to finish it by tonight. He's giving you a piece. Uh-huh. It's not a matnas kahuna. It's a neighborly gift. So there, there'll be Eva. Whereas with truma, there's no Eva. Um, you the difference, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, when, who says you take that into a halachic concern that you're afraid of Eva, which again is uh, everybody agrees you don't want to get people mad at you, but how do you know that, that has to, you have to find a way to make it work? I think that same principle is in Demai, mm-hmm. where an Amaretz, you, I, I seem to remember an Amaretz, you can trust for a certain thing, for a certain. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Is it Demai, though, or is it maybe yeah, yeah, it's, so. it's something like that? Right. Right. And this is really a very important rule. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I would use the word Eva, but also Shalom. Or the, the, there are, there's always there's halachas, and then there's a factor that if you do the halacha, what if it'll create ill will? So when does right. that, there are times when the halacha bends, right. you know, because uh, you don't want, uh, it's not ideal to follow the halacha and have everybody mad at you, you know, or have the, so you have to know when. Um, the white lie rule. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they do for very important things, like for instance, stuffing people who have never by a Jew is mustered to be Mechal Shabbos, by a Yoy it's not. But uh, the, so the, the doctor in the group mentioned, very important, that uh, doctors are allowed to treat non-Jews to profane the Shabbos because they won't be very happy if you tell them uh, I, I can't, you're going to have to die today because it's Shabbos, I'm not working, right? It's, uh, they won't appreciate that very much. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, therefore, there's, there's the idea of Eva. That's, that's very, that's true. That is a very, you see how... <laughs> right. So, the only thing I would say, Dr. Yaffe, is that there, if a non-Jew has Eva, you might be afraid that he's going to harm you. Uh, the question is, with a fellow Jew, is it the same concern or is it just for the sake of is it the same maybe it's 
Maybe, or maybe your fellow Jew could harm you too. I'd say, the Chafetz Chaim says that about Elias. He has there's a whole, whole, whole piece in Mishnah Brewer about who's supposed to get you know the Aliyah if someone has a yard sign and a bar mitzvah, and uh, and there's an order to it about how you figure out who gets what. And he says the um, and uh, he said the most important thing is if the gabai messes up is don't make a fight of it. You know it shows you can't. Uh, you know even if you don't get the elites, uh, for believe it or not, on a very holy things people manage to get upset and make fights about it and it's a uh, so that's what he wants to say. Uman who is that who worries about Eva? That's Rabbi Yosi. The Yosi why do we trust people for <coughs> wine and oil? Everybody's going to say, you don't eat my wine, you don't trust me? I'm not davening in your shul, I'm going to make my own shul. I'm going to make, uh, uh, I'm a earth uh, uh, shul, whatever. And I'm going to make my own paraduma. Omra papa, okay. Now, so it's... <coughs> it's so unusual in the first place... There's a, there's a Havamina that, oh, yeah, everybody's going to start their own. Uh, what do you get? One every gazillion years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was, was an argument over Paraduma, you know, that they, since it didn't happen that often, there were arguments about the procedure. And so <laughs> we went out of our way, they went out of their way to follow all the, you know, the, but at any rate, that's a good point. I'm not sure. Amra Papa, Kaman Mekablana Idna Seducim Amaorats. According to whose opinion do we accept uh, testimony from ignoramuses? Uh, how, could they, uh, how can we do that? So the more is saying that's exactly the point. That's Yossi who said that we're worried about Ava. We take chances because we don't want to create ill will. Um, so uh, the more now has a new question. Um, <coughs> let's see Rashi. Four lines from the bottom. Uh, let's not allow you to tovel one vessel inside another for truma. Maybe an Amaoritz will go and do this. And we'll borrow their vessel that was never really tovel. In other words, you're saying no harm done to trust the Amaoritz. But uh, sometimes neighbors borrow from each other. And if they don't know how to tovel, so we're saying, Kodesh, we don't allow Kli Besokli. For truma, we do. But let's be afraid, and we said that the people who toivel know how to give it a shake uh, and make sure that it gets toiveled. But the Amoritz won't know. But let's be afraid. If he doesn't know, we may sometimes borrow his. Everybody borrows something now and then. And you'll end up borrowing something that was not toiveled. So why isn't that a problem? Um, it looks like we passing like Yeah. So um, he says the house becomes tummy and you have something in a sealed uh, earthenware vessel. Um, if it's if the earthenware vessel prevents it from coming tummy. Klicheris matzo the an earthenware vessel is, saves things. By putting it in earthenware and putting the lid on, even if there's tumah in the house, it keeps it from becoming tumah. Allah called. The Shami says, no, it only helps on food and drink uh, or the vessel itself. Uh, they said, 
Why is it said What's the reason of Beishamai? That uh, they're afraid that uh, the Amaoritz uh, the might have such a vessel and he could cause a problem. But didn't we say the food inside is Tahar? So if the vessel is Tame, how could the food be Tahar? When we say the food inside is good, as we turn the page, the asma tiridu. Um But the, we only allow the food to be considered pure, the wine and the oil. But we wouldn't necessarily consider um, the vessel to be pure. Our question was, let's be afraid you'll borrow the vessel. And we're saying that we trust the food, but not the vessel. So the question is, isn't that, doesn't that sound contradictory if you trust the food and not the vessel? So Rabbi Yeshua decided that uh, he felt that Beishamai didn't make sense. So he announced, I'm embarrassed of you, Beishamai. <laughs> he said, I, I, Beishamai. Uh, he says, is it possible that a woman is going to go the hard work and is going to be kneading, uh, you know, making challah with, today we've got mixers, you know, the mixers, you plug them in and they, it's still a job, even with a mixer, but in the old days, the women's hands were the mixers. They had to take the flour and turn it into, into dough. Uh, and you're telling me the woman in the basket are tame, shiva, they've got to wait a week to purify themselves. And the dough you can eat. Lugen mole mashkin tame tuma shiva, or if you have... Uh, oil that's being made, they, it's going to take a week to purify, and the food inside is going to be tar. It doesn't, you, Bei Shammai, don't make any sense. How could this be? Again, we're getting into these decrees of, of purity of, of food, and we're saying that it uh, came out that we said um, that the food was tar, and we said, well, then let's be afraid you'll borrow the, the vessel. And we said, oh, no problem, the vessel's tame. But how could it work out that the person is tame? And they're not tummy for one day, they're tummy for a week. And yet the food is tar. It doesn't make any sense. So this Reb Yeshua, he, went, he made a point of telling everybody that Beishamai uh, didn't think things through. Bosheni, I'm embarrassed. So nitfilo talmanechem et Beishamai. So uh, one of the Beishamai uh, students decided that he was going to uh, explain to him what's going on over here. So Omer lo, Omer loch, Beishamai. So Rabbi Yeshua said, I, you can't explain to me his words. They don't make any sense. <coughs> so he, he went there and he said, I'll explain them to you. Amar lo, Amar. So he said, uh, I'm sorry. So what happened was the student went to him and he said, um, give me permission and I'll explain to you. You know, you've been telling everybody Beishamah makes no sense. If you'll give me permission, I'll explain it to you. So Amar lo, Amar. He said, go try. Okay, go ahead. Amar lo, klitame chotzeit enu chotzeit. Does an impure vessel make an interposition between Tumor or not? It doesn't, it doesn't stop something from becoming Tame. In other words, if you have something in a vessel that's Tame, and then there's Tumor in the house, then the vessel will not keep what the inside it pure. He said to him, the vessel of an Amaoretz, what is it? Is it Tame or Tahar? Amalo Tame. 
uh, he's, what's the rule? He said Amoritz doesn't know the rules, so of course his vessels are tummy. The ima to omerlo tummy. And if you tell him that his vessel is tummy, does he listen to you anyways? I mean, what purpose would there be to tell him? It's, he's not coming to ask you the question. And not only that, and uh, he's going to say, if you're going to tell him his vessel's tummy, he's going to say to you, you're telling me yours is Torah and mine is tummy? You can't... Um, uh, you can't... Uh, you can't tell him that his vessel is, uh, is tame. He's not going to accept it. Zehu taimen shol beishamai. And that is the reason of uh, beishamai. Um, wow, it's interesting. It sounds like you're saying, you're saying we're, we're let's see. on what people will listen to do. Right. Uh, that's correct. There's a practical aspect. Let's see, Rashi. Three lines down. Klum mashkiyakalat. Lefikach. Tira lo beishamai ochun amashim. V'kli cherish lem tara. Elishvirasan. That's why Shammai said the food and the drink and the earthenware that the, if it's tummy, you'll have to break. If you're going to tell him it's no good, but if it's something that could be tovel, he will listen to you. So um, uh, basically, the, uh, uh, you have to be more practical on, on how to, uh, what you can uh, tell him. So... Um, uh, so Miyad, now when Rabbi Yeshua heard this, Holok Rabbi Yeshua of Nisha al Kivri Beishamai, he went to Beishamai's the cemetery, and he went to Beishamai, and he said, Amr Nanisi Lechamatzos Beishamai. He said, uh, Please forgive me, uh, the bones of Beishamai, mine stumushalacham. If this was something that was hard to understand, and if once you explained it to me, I, it made a lot of sense. Kach Mifureshis. Certainly the things that make a lot of sense that you say, how wise they must be. His entire life, his teeth turned black because he was fasting. Uh, because uh, basically he felt that he wronged Veishamai. And so he spent the rest of his, uh, his life apologizing. And, um, there's this famous story there. Uh, the top uh, work that we have on Chuva that exists in the world pretty much is called the Sefer Shari Tshuva of Rabbeinu Yonah. And the reason we have it was that he messed with the Rambam. He criticized the Rambam, and uh, he felt so bad about it that he spent the rest of his life teaching about Tshuva, and he wrote Sefer Shari Tshuva. So it's like, uh, you know, sometimes people make mistakes and they really want to fix them. Uh, it's the, uh, so, but at any rate, that's not the point of our, we're just mentioning that for the... Is this the same Rabbi Yoshua that had the argument with Zeva Lothar? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So... Uh, it's a very different side of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It Omar Rabbi Yeshua, yeah. Anyway, Tani Mio, you have to see the timing. I thought... Yeah, Beit Shammai was earlier, but yeah. So, but at any rate, Tani Mio, he said, Levalach, he said, mine and yours, my vessel and your vessel. Alma Shalinim and I, we see that we do borrow vessels from them. So, our question was, how could we borrow from them if they don't know what they're doing? So, the answer is, Kishalinim Mina Matvilino. We borrow it from them and then we run into the mick. You don't tell them that. In other words, <laughs> you borrow it from them and then you, you title it, but it doesn't mean... So then the Morris says, uh, so if that's true, Nahaj... Mm-hmm. You might have said this and I, I just missed it, but how could he put himself on the graves of Beit Shammai as opposed to Shammai? 
Um, so I was wondering, that's a good point. I, I didn't say, I didn't answer that specifically. Uh, today they have it where they have uh, in the cemetery, different groups have rows or spaces and uh, plots where, and they have like the uh, uh, people that were uh, studied together or like uh, every, you know, they, they have certain plots where certain rabbis are buried or certain people are buried. So this it could be was like the Beishamai area of the cemetery where the, uh, where the elders of Beishamai were buried or the, um, they were people that, that studied together were buried together. They all had, um, in the old days, there was a while in America where they had societies where people were buried and they had the section of the cemetery of their city in Europe where they were from. So that they were buried with their kevra, because they, you know, when Mashiach comes and we come back, we want to be together with our friends. So people want to be buried. The truth is, they want to be buried next to righteous people too. You know, next to. But uh, so I was wondering if that meant like just the Beishamai section, or there was a place where the uh, scholars of Beishamai were buried. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't see anybody. Uh, I don't see any problem with that. You know, if you're critic- is teaching what Shammai taught. And you're saying, and that person said, um, hey, yeah, but, you, 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 I know, but, me. but you how know, would you know which grave was the Bay Shammai grave? <laughs> you know, was, the, was there a house of Shammai Cemetery? That's the question. <coughs> yeah. Okay, anyways, back to the Gemara. Um, so we said that we have the perfect solution. You could borrow it, and then you could uh, toivel it. So, if that's true, Nahadu Beishamai so why didn't Beis Hillel give away the, uh, say, don't think we borrowed it and didn't tell you, but we borrowed it and we told it. So the Gemara says, yeah, but Tame Mace, boy, has a gimel It says it takes a week. If it has Tumas Mace, if the Amaratim are not careful with the dead bodies, uh, it takes, uh, you have to get spritzed on the third and the seventh, and it takes a whole week to purify it. <coughs> and guess what? You don't borrow a pot for a week. You go to your neighbor, can I borrow two, you know, can I borrow your, uh, uh, your frying pan or something? You're not going to borrow for a week. You can't. It's not reasonable to take it away that long. So therefore, this answer that you borrow it and you toivel it will not work for Tumas Mace. Um, I, but, atvila uh, lo are you sure that you don't trust them uh, that they toiveled it? Vatanya, altaris, I thought we trust him at least for that kind of tumma. So I'm rabbi lo kasha haba gufa haba kelav. We trust him um, about uh, him, but we don't. Uh, we trust him about his vessels. We don't, just don't trust him about him. Uh, um In other words, do we? Tr- are they careful in the rules the, for tumas mace? That's what I was looking for Rashi. Um, Oh, we trust him on his body. We trust him that he was toivel for Tumas Mace, but we don't trust him that he took care of his vessels for Tumas Mace. Um, that's the... Um, I, I, I have, like in Hashkocha, we have, sometimes we have uh, people that we're working with that are observant, and we, we know, or they're somewhat, they're, they care about some things. They're not going to bring pig in. They're not going to mix milk and meat. Are they going to toivel everything? Uh, not necessarily. Or if they toiled and they left the price tag on, are they going to go back and do it again? So, 
Yeah, that is right. There are things that you could trust some people for, but not uh, other things. So we're saying we trust them on their bodies, but not on their vessels. That's answer number one. Rava says, I divide really both things are on the vessels. Um, one case is, he said, I never toiled like that. That wasn't my custom to toivel one thing and another. Vahad Omer, and then if the Amoret says, I never toivel that way, you could trust me, then you could trust him. Had Omer, it's Valti, Avalot, Valti, Beklish, Ebe, Pivsho, Ferris, and note. The other one is, he says, Well, I did it all the time, I just never did the narrow one. That you can't believe him. Vahatanya, as we learned, this Tanya is, as Rashi says, Benechus is a proof. Nemen Amar, Eslom, Peris, Lohuk, Sharti. He's believed to say these fruits never got wet. He's not believed to say they got wet, but I made sure they were never tummy because he's not so used to following those rules. Do you believe him on his body that he's not tummy meis? Uh, if a, a chaver comes to, to be a spritzer, uh, to get spritz, you can do it right away. We don't trust the Amorites that he'll do the Schmitz right. He's got to do it in front of us on the 3rd and the 7th. So we don't believe him on him. Since we're strict with him in the beginning, that we don't trust him, we believe him in the end, uh, you have to know on what it is that you could trust him and what you can't trust him. So... Really, this is a lesson of how to deal with the Amaratim, how to deal with people that aren't following all the rules. When are you strict with them and when are you not? Let's see, there's one Rashi. If he comes for a spritz, uh, and you don't believe him, basically, at the mikvah, they're strict. In other words, if you go to get the spritz, they keep records. Once he knows it's a big deal, he'll be careful not to get himself <laughs> messed up because it was, a whole, it was a whole ordeal. You can't just jump in the lake. So once he sees it's a whole ordeal, because we're strict in the beginning, you could be lenient in the end uh, and assume that he's going to be careful not to need to, be, to redunk. Okay, back to the Gemara. So then we mentioned in the Mishnah that uh, there's two parts of a vessel, and for Kodesh, even if one part was not coming, <coughs> we, we don't divide it that way. What's the out back and the inside? Because it's done. If the outside of a vessel got impure from liquid, only the outside is yadov. The inside, the handle, the rim, and uh, those are tar. But if the inside is tameh, kulu tameh. So our question was, can you have a vessel that, well, if it touches the outside, it's Tameh. If it's the inside, it's Tahar. So for Kodesh, we don't do that. For Truma, we do. And then we said something called the Beza Tzvita, the house of the Tzvita. What is that Beza Tzvita? Uh, it's the place uh, where you... Um, uh, where you pinch... Where you hold it. It's, it's the handle. That's what the Bezas photo is. He, hand, he handed her um, uh, the uh, roasted wheat. There's like a handle also over there. Um, Rashi says, it means he handed her. He, here, have a piece of wheat. 
Rabbi Yossi Omer. So that's answer number one. The basis fita is the handle of the pot. And we're saying that if the handle is tabe, the, the vessel itself isn't necessarily tabe. Uh, or vice versa. Uh, he says it, it's a different thing. He says it's the place where people that are finicky uh, eat their dips. <coughs> Basically, uh, their, their dips, their ketchup. It's where you put your ketchup and your mustard. Uh, there was like a, a little rim on the pot where they kept their dips. Um, so uh, basically what it is is this. The, some people would use their cup that they drank out of. They'd pour the ketchup in there and then dip out of their drinking cup. So the people that were particular, they didn't necessarily like drinking the mustard and uh, ketchup in their drinking cup, they had a special cup for dips. So that's the, uh, uh, let's see the Rashi. Uh, Wait, well, was that attached to the regular pot? It, it might be attached, but it was like a separate piece. So it could be... <coughs> it could be kept separate, yeah. So our question was, what's the base at Svita? The answer is you've got a pot, you've got a handle and a lid, and you also had a little place where they kept the dips, where you kept the ketchup next to the pot. I don't know exactly what it looked like, but it was a separate part. Sovin, matvilin olchen becharlo, you dip your food in your mustard, or bechomets, or in your vinegar, shekolchen beshule hakara, they dug an area in, your, in the bottom of your plate, base kibula atzmo, a special spot on the plate, it's like a compartment, the govolo saviv, and it was a higher than it, and that's where you put the chomets becharlo. In other words, they, they kept, they had a, di- a place to put the dips on their vessels. But only the Nikiya Das. Other, other people, they just mixed it all together. They didn't mind. Okay. Tiny Rebbe, become a Rebbe, Nachman, Kolakim, Eilam, Achorayim, Vitoch. Vessels, they can't have separate alachas for the inside and the outside. Echad Kachay, Migdash, Echad Kachay, Gvul. Whether it's in the base of Migdash or what's called Kachay, Gvul. Omele Kachay, Gvul, mind you, what is that? Truma. That's Truma is like Korbanus, it's holy stuff outside. In other words, we're careful in this halacha about keeping things separate. Uh, we said before, for truma, they do, did allow separate parts. Maybe we're not talking about truma, we're talking about chulin, that we were eating at holy, there we did allow it. He said, oh, you reminded me. There's 11 rules over here. Sheshvi shown us the first uh, six. They apply to both. The last rules, they only apply to Kodesh. They don't apply to Chulin. Now, this rule of the separate parts, that was at the end of the Mishnah. So basically, if you're eating Chulin and you're careful uh, to eat kulin in a holy standard, but you could uh, have separate parts. If, in other words, you're, you're, really it's only kulin, which means it could be tame and you could eat it. But you're careful because all year round you want to keep a high standard. But you know that a dead creepy touch the outside of the pot. So for kulin, you could be lenient and cook it on the inside of the pot. Okay.